You're listening to the full and unexpurgated long version of the Hutton Orbital Radio Show, including all the talky bits in the green room, with just a music cutout. If you want just the key information, there's also a shorter digest version. Whichever you choose, do enjoy the show. Far out in the uncharted backwaters of the unfashionable end of the western spiral arm of the galaxy lies a small, unregarded yellow sun. No, that's it maybe, but it's not the point of our story. A mere 4.22 light-years away, there's that point two two again, numerologists would have a field day. It's a much nicer star, and if you travel away from this star for less than 90 minutes, which is only about 0.000007 times as long as a giant tortoise's lifespan, in the right direction, you'll come across a collection of metal and glass, with lights twinkling in the darkness. Oh, all right, smarty pants, we know they wouldn't twinkle because there's no atmosphere, but hey, who's telling this story? If you manage to find a pad free, you can make your way through the myriad corridors to Studio 5, or 5A, or 5B, depending on the orientation of the station, where, on a Thursday, amid the collection of ne'er-do-wells and villains of the galaxy, you can find a few like-minded individuals joined by a common bond. That of having nothing better to do, seated, huddled together for warmth, eagerly awaiting the moment when an unseen voice says, Our mics are live. Good evening, everyone. It's Hutton Orbital News once again. I am your host for this evening, Harry Balzac. Rudolf Hucker was scheduled to host today, but he's been called away on urgent business to another part of the bubble where they eat their evening meals unfeasibly late and where lawyers are actually liked. Not for him the luxury of an orca or the spacious luxury cabins of a beluga. Your absent presenter travelled in a second-hand hauler, one with the cabin fitted externally, and passed through a security examination that resulted in him regretting the choice of kilt for travel attire, and with him apparently being forced to marry the TSA, or Touching Space Agent, who risked life, limb and latex to search. Lou Knockers has declined to appear, quoting something that sounded remarkably like grinding for credits, and Dick Chafing has, ironically, slipped in the shower whilst reaching for the soap. Or at least that's what he told the warden. That's enough about people who are not here. Let's talk to the wonderful presenters who could not find an excuse to be elsewhere. On my left is the ever-welcome Amelia. Hello, Harry. It's wonderful to be back here. You're my favourite presenter. And I'm delighted to be be warning with you again. Sorry, Harry. Um, Should that have been working with you? I can read your handwriting. Um, moving on, uh, sitting on my right hand is the ever lovely Norma Snockers. Thank you, Harry. And last, but by no means least, the Willie we all stand proud for, Willie B. Hardigan. Thank you, Harry. Always nice to have a warm interest when I arrive. Ah, guilty of all charges. 
Pilots Federation in mysterious collaboration. Hotbox Rocket jocks in Delcar Ding Dong. Repentance report for regretfully remiss reporting. Peripatetic pilots prolong principally pointless passage. All that tasty cargo. Atrius 5060. No, really, it's him. Provides a combined Thargoid report hackswing briefing. Remember to pass the port to the left. Have you heard about the rumours? Lose bit. The cat's out of the Schrodinger bag as it's finally revealed that there are no community goals to reveal this week. celebration in LHS 340 this week, marred only by a handful of protesters when Hutton's judiciary handed down a sentence of life in Cubicle 3 to one Tharg the Mighty. The bench of three judges, as juries were abolished by Alvin as a thoroughly stupid idea. After all, who heard of the public being able to make a sensible decision? What will be next? Allow them to vote. <laughs> Appointed by Alvin and Progenitor Wolf as independent arbiters of the law according to Dog, spent just over a month deliberating on the various charges. The Department of Hutton Prosecutions, or DOHP, filed a series of charges in absentia against the mighty, including willful destruction of property, assault with a dangerous biological object, deliberately eating frozen humans, speeding in the docking bay, trespass, Various public order offences related to green goo, strange noises and the very public fear of being probed defined in law as an action that would make a trucker of sound mind and body fear for their safety. This latter charge was thrown out after the judges were unable to find such a trucker. And of course, the most heinous of crimes, deliberate destruction of a hut and mug with intent to cause mods. Sticklers for due process, the ancient legal tradition of habeas corpus was discussed at length before the decision was arrived to try Mr. The Mighty in his absence. Apparently, he's been witnessed habeas cor- habeasing one too many corpses with his tractor beam. The final sentence, considered by many in the galaxy to be lenient, was life imprisonment on the naughty step. Concurrent with internment in the gulag that is cubicle three, with nothing more than a toothbrush and some rubber gloves. Concurrent with death by station guns for the loitering crime and, of course, eternity in purgatory for the smashing of the mug. Mr. The Mighty is said to be eligible for parole sometime in about 1,000 years, give or take, just long enough for humanity to have forgotten all about the Thargoids again and go through this whole rigmarole again. Either that, or they've just discovered they've got legs and are too busy jumping around on the moon to give a monkeys. Tharg's minions were unavailable for comment, though they did send back a bag of mush that happens to weigh exactly the same as the intern that we dispatched to garner their opinion. 
We are currently testing the DNA and potentially adding a few more items to Tharg's rap sheet. Pilots Federation has recently announced that it's going to join forces with a corporation best known for allowing people to dress up at weekends and pretend to be Roman soldiers, or Banana Republic dictators. Speculation is rife as to the intended end result of this cooperation, but one popular theory is that cooperation has accidentally created an improved Remlock suit whilst testing their latest idea, which allows people to dress up at weekends and pretend to be a film star on some kind of reddish planet that has mostly carbon dioxide as an atmosphere. Some kind of space farming simulation, we think. Whatever comes out of this association, the Pilots' Federation has said that we won't see it until 3307 at the earliest. Hotbox commanders assembled on Saturday at the Delcar Canyon Speedway in their highly tuned Imperial Couriers for a no-holds-barred festival of speed, pushing piloting prowess to the very edge of what is possible. Each and every one of the speed machines had been tuned to within a nanometer of its life. Drives had been boosted, system strips, and Wraith Bobby B even used the canyon wall to scrape off some of his paint for lightness. Everyone posed for selfies before heading to the start line where Race Marshal Commander Madur lined up in his beautifully styled Imperial Cutter support ship, which he promptly reversed through the field of waiting competitors. Most of the, these pilots have cat-like reflexes and were able to avoid any unpleasantness, but there were a few boo-boos and repair limpets had to be deployed. Once everyone had regained their collective composure, the race started. Lasers cut the sky, and when they died away, it was go, go, go in Delcar. They were off. Colorful contrails crisscrossed the sky. Everyone swept around the long right-hander and into the next straight. Then there was a tight left where most of the pilots went right instead and began blazing their own trail. Those commanders who were able to keep to the correct course pulled ahead until the sudden but inevitable treachery of their friends and colleagues shooting them with module shutdown and drag munitions evened things up a bit. It's quite telling that hotbox commanders turned up to a race with stripped out ships but still felt the need to bring heavy weaponry. And they were right, after the racing ended, the team hunted down a few criminals who were skulking until the heat died down. Our intrepid racers brought the fiery explosive hand of justice down upon them with great vengeance and furious anger. So, all in all, a good night for Hotbox. Oh, and the race winners were Marco2612 in the first race and Wraith Bobby B in the second race. Hot an orbital incident report form. Incident location, Hot orbital. Date and time of incident, um, sort of now-ish. Reporting officer, Mia Harkness. Circulate to his fluffiness album, the fear, progenitor Leo Wolf. Type of incident, sweary words. Type of damage, delicate sensibilities. Well, tonight's apology report comes in layers, like cake and onions and lasagna. Firstly, the apology for the apology. I was supposed to do an apology last week and I didn't. I spent most of the day working on my courier, running around trying to find materials to help the engineers who were tapping it up for me. Felicity Farseer had just finished bypassing and resetting the safety limits for my thrusters for that extra bit of oomph. When the time came, she'd asked me to stay for tea and biscuits. I really should have rushed off to Hutton, but I didn't want to cut and run on her, so I stayed. Plus she had those biscuits with the pink icing, and no one can resist those. Anyway, I was too late to get the report written and recorded, so I'm really very, very sorry. What must you think of me? 
Now, to the main apology, which you should have made last week. This one goes out to the people of Galnet, in particular to the Get Involved in Galnet forum team. Shortly before the Dusty Bento Balls convoy, Commander Vantian posted names of some of the wings taking part. One of these was a wing made up of commanders from a group which we shall refer to as Hot Poop. Since their real name is top secret because they don't exist, and also because it's a bit rude, Commander Vantian was severely reprimanded for his outrageous use of expletives. I mean, for <coughs> sake. So anyway, we are desperately sorry for any upset we have caused. I'm sorry, Commander Vantian is sorry, and Hotput would be sorry if they existed, but they don't, so they're not, and we can't do anything about it. But if they did, then they would be, and we would definitely do something. We really hope this helps put us back in an even keel again. Oh, happy International Surfers Day. Mia Hartness, Apology Officer, Team Hotbox. Sorry again. How was that? Did it sound like sincere? Because I really wanted it to sound sincere. No, of course I don't really mean it. I have to do about 20 of these things a day for Hotbox. I know, I know, but if I called them hot shit on the radio, then I would end up getting a public warning. What flashing light? Of course I haven't left this thing record. Hutton Orbital Radio would just like to apologise for that last apology from the sorry apology for an apology officer. Suspicion has been rising about a possible sideline, another joint operation between the Pilots' Federation and, of all people, the Hutton Orbital floor-mopping guy. After his usual rounds of cleaning in Cubicle 3, wary eyes have noticed several Type 6s leaving the station. Nothing too unusual there, but reports have come in from our brave pilots that in the combat zones around Avic, they have seen Hutton's special ops the really tough NPC ships firing organic missiles, which are caustic, similar to the Thargoid caustic missiles. Coincidence? You decide. Those well-known hotbox clowns of the black, Commanders Short Engineer 78, Marco 2612, Shoreside Customs and Rampage 737, have set off for the former Dine Rift to have a look at abandoned settlements and generally cause havoc. Commander Short Engineer 78 has already proven that he needs glasses, and he dented a star on the way, requiring in-transit repairs. We hear that Commander Shoreside keeps getting distracted by every shiny world he sees, and is trying for the record for the most probes used in a day. Commander Marco 2612 appears to be obsessed with writing apologies, they expected to arrive for their first tour in the Heart Nebula yesterday, but unfortunately, Short Engineer 78 has got mods. So the others are just sitting in a bar, waiting for him to turn up. Incoming message from Hackscom. Okay, truckers, looks like Atrus5060 is unavailable to do his usual report. And since he did me a solid last week while I was having a bad go of it in Cubicle 3... I'm happy to return the favor. Here goes. Good evening, truckers. Oh, sorry, sir, but you have to do the voice. What? The voice? Yeah, it's in the presenter's agreement. Oh, you're kidding me. No, I'm not doing the voice. Okay, but there's some penalties listed here if you don't. Like what? Well, the first one is about being the attendant for Cubicle 3 for a month. Then there's something Good evening, truckers! Atrus 5060 here with this week's Thargoid report 
courtesy of Canon Interstellar. I'm doing the voice. Yay, it's the voice. For another week, the brave, independent, and Tizino pilots did the job that the superpowers and ages couldn't do and swept Thargoid forces out of all systems facing incursion. Well done, all of you. You are a lovely lot indeed. But while we continue to find victory when those dastardly Thargoids are willing to show their faces... Do, do they have faces? Well, I'm not actually sure. Anyway, victory is much more elusive when they hide in the shadows. So the following systems which were invested last week are now facing incursions this week. Oh, a list of systems to read. Those are my very favorites. Ahem. Hang. Queamoni. Oh, boy. Abdonado. Abdonada. Oh, that's a diddly doodah. Svaratia. Valtum. And Sukosi. Sokosi, Sokosai? Oh well. Oh, yes, and Tharg is being very sneaky in Sokosai. He attacked Maradov Station, declared a war, and then didn't bother to show up. Thargoid forces in that system are hiding in little groups detectable only as non-human signal sources. The Eagle Eye Network, oh, see, Aegis is good for something after all, is reporting more sneaky Thargoids infesting the following systems. Yay, more systems. Ah, uh, Rasaste? What easy one. HIP 12155. Carpaca? Not to be confused with a car park. Wakandini? How, how do you say the two eyes? Eeni, I think. Anyway. Hang? And Svaradia. Well, of course, Hang and Svaradia were also in last week's Eagle Eye list. So hopefully we have two fewer systems at risk this week. Or they may start reporting something different tomorrow. Fog of war, you know. Next up is Commander Falco to... Oh, wait, that's me. Oh, except it's not me right now. I'm Atrius 5060. Oh, this is very confusing. Commander Duke will deliver the Hexwing briefing and let all of our brave AX truckers know where we will be striking back at these caustic critters. Good luck out there. For the mug. Okay, Hex... <coughs> okay, Hexwing. This week, we need our combat pilots to report to Zvaratia for standard incursion defense. Once that is cleared, we will move on to the infestation and Rasasti to help the independent faction Cooper Industries and prevent them from suffering a third station attack. For our rescue pilots, we're going to try something a little different. Tharg has refused to join in open combat in Sokolsi, but obviously still wants to raid the snack tin of Moranov Station. You are going to get in there and raid it first. Get as many civilians out of that station and ferry to the rescue ship that you can. Once Tharg realizes there's no crisps left, we hope he will leave the system and we can get the station into Operation Ida's repair queue. And if you're able to run the Hutton Helper and the ED Market Connector while you're doing it, LCU no fool like one would appreciate the data it will collect. And you know how much the Boffins like their data. Okay, truckers, let's mount up, fight hard, ferry many, and defend the mug. And Axcom transmission. Defend the mug. Ah, hang on, everyone. I've just heard that Cecil found that recording in his jacket pocket when he woke up in the bar this morning. All right, I say his, it was the one he was wearing anyway and was a little late bringing it to the studio. So since the time of that recording, there have been changes. This just in from Canon. 
the eagle eye list has changed. Heng and Svaratia are no longer being reported as targets. Yay! Which makes sense as they were last week's targets. And Hoff and Medzist are now in. They're now in Tharg the Mighty Sights. Apparently, the operators of Eagle Eyes 3 and 5 slept in today and reported their new data a little late. Thanks, guys. Putin's administration has sent a notice to all pilots to check the expiry date on their pilot's licences after a number of truckers were admitted to Nurse Wyatt's bonkers wing in a drooling mess. Pilots appear to have been caught in the bureaucratic nightmare that is the PVLA, Pilot and Vehicle Licensing Authority Head Office. Normally, applying for reissue of your license simply required a rubber stamp from your local system authority figure. In our case, that would be Ms. Wolf and her team. Should your license expire before it's renewed, you're in for a world of pain. You are required to present yourself in person, no holler me, doesn't count, nor do clones or cardboard cutouts of yourself, at the offices on Founders World in Shinrata, of course. If you're not elite, then you're not allowed to, which means you're off petty friends with all those other plebs who left it too late. From that point, you're required to provide 14 forms of identification, including birth certificate, notarised confirmation from a senior member of the Pilots' Federation that your face is indeed an accurate approximation of the one on your hollow me, and that you've not had surgery to look different. There's then a DNA test, which not only checks that you're you, it checks that you've not edited your codes in the past year to become someone else. It also screens for the effects of progenitor cells, those of you trying to maintain their youthful vigour through drugs. Finally, there are fees to be paid, cues to be joined, sour-faced, red-tape, loving trouts of all genders, the look at condescending at you, of course, and the obligatory arse print identification. Used by police to identify who was in the pilot's seat at the time of that loitering incident. If you survive that, then wait two weeks, at which point a courier might or might not deliver it to your home planet, by which point you'll be halfway to Beagle Point with the police on your heels flying without a license. Or they might just put a card through your door saying, sorry you weren't in. Or in short, it's not worth the hassle. Do the thing or trust us. You'll need serious medication and a nice lie down to recover from that experience. There are complaints that rumours don't exist anymore. No, do Chinese whispers. Not that the Chinese have any special monopoly on rumours, or the lack of them. There are rumours that the rumours are being suppressed by the Empire at the behest of President Hudson, who was sick to death of all those stories about Russian hookers. And, so as not to draw attention to his alleged bedroom habits, he quashed all rumours. The press are up in arms that the Red Tops have seen the fall in sale due to a lack of salacious nonsense about who is boinking whom from the Empire and exactly which politician it was that hadn't taken drugs. It turns out that politicians are falling over themselves to admit that they once smoked onion head or mainline performance enhancers in order to gain a few inches. Column inches, that is. As Luz left Norma dangling this week, he says he's working, but we know better. We're a little short on detail regarding the BGS this week, but we do know that it's important to win the war in AVIC. It's a friendly war, as we intend to go for control afterwards. 
We're in election in Hill Passy, so try to win that too. Remember, if you're in the Hill Passy Street Blues, be careful out there. And with that, over to Norm. There are no community goals this week, so you're going to have to use your imagination to work out how to use up some of that excess energy that you still have. Well, that was a bumper crop, wasn't it? So much news, so little time. Now, there's a theme to our music this week, and since it came neither from the fertile imagination of Vantayana nor the febrile imagination of Simouf, you might stand a good chance of guessing this one. And here's our first tune, Miranda by Fleetwood Mac. Well, howdy there, partner. My name's Buck, and I'm a trader. People ask me, Mr. Naked, just what do you trade in? Well, I'll trade anything to earn me more credits, but what old Buck Naked trades in is his very own space cow. Y'all know it as the Lakon Spaceways Type 9. She may turn slow and lumber along, but she's got plenty of room in her belly to store your load. And when I take her to Hutton Orbital, you can be sure that Buck Naked will be relaxing in his cockpit Counting the credits, those poor saps will pay me for delivering hundreds of tons of goods they need. So if you want to get rich, pick yourself up a Lacon Spaceways Type 9, the Space Cow, for your utter delight. Well, that was a nice, lively one, wasn't it, everybody? Good evening, everyone. Good evening to the live room. How's everybody? Hello. 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 Well, has everybody had a good week? Yes, obviously. Yep, yes, great week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spiffing. <laughs> yes, I'm trying to think, trying to think what I've done. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, and the rest, you and the rest of the world, Rampage. Yeah. Yeah, they wondered what you'd done as well. Well, they're always wondering what I've done. Yeah. I'm pleading the fifth. Yeah. Wrong country, I don't know where, don't know where this week's gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are getting closer and closer because what's coming up in two weeks' time, everybody? Welcome! And... Tickets for LaveCon bronze only this week. So uh, if you ha- if you go and you get a ticket, you're not getting any food, you're not getting any accommodation, but you can still turn up. Well yeah. worth it. They've taken camping gold off, haven't they? Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's so they've got. Oh, it's to, tomorrow. This week, so I think. Some, I'm not sure what day. It's, it's the end of this week. Friday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's Friday. So you've got you've got another day if you want. Uh, so that they can give final numbers for food to the hotel, and I think the food there is decent. It's, it's not Michelin star, but it's not a greasy spoon either. <laughs> ah. And, of course, what that means, because it's only two weeks to go, we've got a show next week, but not on July the 4th, because we have our live show on the 6th at LaveCon. Yay! Yeah, I'm so good, I can't make it. Even more live than this live show. Live where we can't hide from people. We can't stick ourselves in the studio and shut the door. We're in front of people. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even that... more reason for old Buck to show up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, I expect Buck to actually top what he did at ECM. So yeah. maybe it's the, maybe you do the same thing, but with handstands. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Handstands in a kilt. I can oh. a plaid out. <laughs> well, I, I've just heard suddenly there are there are two hundred people asking for their money back for LaveCon. Um, yeah. 
That should be fun. Uh, everybody, everybody packed. Everybody ready to go? No. 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 What, any ideas what you're going to do when you're there? I want a game of Elite Battle Cards. I haven't played it. I don't, I've never played it. Me is promising yeah. me a game, so I'm probably going to do that. I played Zombie Side at ECM. I enjoyed that. So fancy getting a game of that in. That's something I've never tried yet. Yeah, you know it's really good, especially with the group. I played that with Draxor, Shouty, um, and a few of the yeah. few of the commanders, Eddie, Andy, etc. It was good fun. That. And it looks to me, I've just a quick look at the weather forecast for the couple of days before, and it's up to around 20 degrees, which is not hot, but not stupid hot. I remember last year, uh, as I spent all weekend at the welcome desk, it gets flipping hot in that glass house there. Yeah, it was hot. <laughs> uh, it is. It's quite uncomfortable when it, when it gets hot. So, but it, But it's nice to have the warm evenings to sit out and um, rehydrate. <laughs> I think that's. Yes. I think the, not that I was dehydrated to start with, but you can't be too sure. Don't be too careful, can you? Rehydration. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, no, brilliant. Well, hopefully, most of our listeners will be coming as well. That should be uh, it's great fun. Um, one of the things that's happening, uh, Commander Draxor has posted on Facebook, done a huge amount of work, um, selflessly opening hundreds of bottles. Uh, just she informs us so that she can turn the bottle caps into badges. Uh, personally, I think it's just an excuse so that she can tell Simon's why she's done it. But yeah, yeah, you know, no, it's 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 sad, really. But we'll take one <laughs> off of her for charity. Yeah, I think that's the nice thing to do. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, other piece of news: we noticed last week that our punmeister wasn't with us. Uh, we thought, yeah. <laughs> we thought, oh well, week off. But no, apparently he's in hospital. No. Um, so uh, if you listen to the podcast, Odie, get better. Despite what we might say, we do enjoy your company. Yes, we so, do. Get well soon, mate. Yeah, get well, get well soon, Odie. Yeah? Get well, Odie. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. So uh, does anybody have anything we want? they want to witter on about? Because I'm not mm. as good at – I'm not like Dave and Grant. They can, they no, can talk for hours. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, um, but we old people need to get to bed get at a decent time. Well, yeah. <laughs> I should do, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because you're playing, Helen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Oh. Well, so. It's just late. a tired life. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, uh, that case, I think if we're ready, are we, I'm just saying, um, let's, shall we, uh, shall we move on then? I know this is going to be a short show because it always is when I'm in charge because, <laughs> <laughs> well. There's a, there's a pint at the end of the table. I'm not allowed to touch it till I finished. So oh, I'm just creeping motivation. towards it. <laughs> You're just shuffling your chair. Yeah, I'm on a chair with wheels, and I'm slowly yeah, yes. across the room. <laughs> it's, it's as short as Sean is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You shouldn't have been standing. You're not supposed to look down when you share a urinal. I'm sorry. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> right. Moving on. Before we go to Flossie's bit. Our spies have returned from the black with a secret recording made just before the Bento Balls convoy, and it reveals some hitherto unknown information about what really happened to Flossie out there. Igor, you miserable wretch. What on earth are you doing lurking there? I was watching you play with your organ, sir. How dare you beat yourself! Oh, I was master. Is there a reason you're still here? 
Yes, master. I've discovered a new salt farm for you. Well, tell me quickly before I lose my temper. It's the Hutton Clappers, sir. They've organized a convoy. What's special about this one? It's got Flossie in it. She's adorable. Everybody loves her like a spare mum to many of them. I like your thinking. So did Esmeralda. Is she the one that looks like she had a terrible accident with the industrial thresher? No, sir. That's Brittany. Esmeralda is the model. I have no idea what she sees in you. It certainly isn't your looks. In fact, the thought revolts me. Have her beat you. <laughs> Before I go and enjoy that, Master, I've taken the liberty of adding frag cannons to your ship for maximum salt farming. And I've programmed in Flossie's ship identification. She's flying under the pseudonym Poppy. <laughs> she can't hide from me that easily. Have I ever told you, Igor, that you're despicable? Frequently, Mr. Potter, sir. Frequently. goals is that Bill Anthony. Flossie told you what to do. Um, thank you, Flossie, uh, as succinct as ever. Uh, before we listen to the noises emerging from Commander Wotherspoon's digestion, uh, we'll have a little musical interlude. Here comes our second tune, and here comes the sun by the Beatles. Not an orbital radio. If you think death is unpleasant, just wait till you die. News Digest, 20th of June, 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, dirty fuel rats force fuel on helpless victims. Shaking down the angels. Powerplay Galactic Cup. Raiding the Galnet Archives. Dirty rats force fuel on helpless victims. The Fuel Rats, 
those cute little fellows who serve the same purpose as a highly mobile scoopable star and who are well known for helping out commanders turned evil this week after a prolonged period during which no calls for help whatever were received. Fuel rat dispatcher Commander Daoud Al-Zark put out a plea to commanders to fly more dangerously. It's been hours without a call, he said. Too many of you have learned the wisdom of equipping a fuel scoop and filtering your route to use scoopable stars. The rats are starting to hand out melee weapons in chat. It's getting ugly. Please, de-equip your fuel scoops, set reckless routes, fly to Hutton in an eagle. Anything helps. When that appeal failed, it's rumoured that groups of fuel rats started patrolling in engineered fer de lances, interdicting commanders and refuelling them at gunpoint, using threatening language such as Congratulations, you are being rescued, please do not resist. And Yar, this is a fuelery. Cut your engines and submit to being refuelled. Or die. Shaking down the angels. Following last week's successful construction of the printworks for the Sagittarius I faction in Malays, this week it was the turn of Commander Joshua Maser's Evangeline's Elite Expeditionary Force to benefit from the kindness of Pilots Federation members who have built a new megaship for the force. To be called the EFS Archangel, after the Force's spiritual leader, Archangel Evangeline, the megaship will remain based in the Shanna Bay system until someone can work out how to fire up its massive hyperdrives. Over the coming weeks, it'll be undertaking a short intra-system tour as its so-called Shakedown Voyage. Let's hope that none of the important bits fall off. Powerplay Galactic Cup Here are the latest scores from the Powerplay Galactic Cup. Ashling Duval, 1,658. Edmund Mahan, 1,299. Arissa Lavinia Duval, 1,352. Felicia Winters, 916. Denton Petraeus, 760. Zachary Hudson, 750. Lee Yong Ri, 437. Zemina Torval, 532. Pranavantal, 432. Arkham Delane, 593. And Yuri Grom, playing by himself, 700. And 98. Raiding the Galnet Archives. It's easy to forget how far we've come since the invention of the frameshift drive. Let's take a moment to look back at what was happening on this day over the past four years. 
On the 20th of June 3301, we were just getting over the scare about Emperor Hengist Duval's health. The Emperor had been attacked and poisoned a month earlier, but Chancellor Blaine explained to the Senate that the Emperor was well on the road to recovery. Blaine also praised Princess Lavigny for her tireless pursuit and elimination of the conspirators. Hail the Emperor, bask in his glory. A year later, in 3302, the galaxy was a hive of activity. The Crab Nebula expedition had just departed from Mitterrand Hollow. The search for the missing Jacques station had been called off. Cannon condemned the deployment of Farragut battlecruisers in Marope, and the Formidine rifters were appealing for help to search the area beyond the Heart and Soul Nebulae for what they vaguely described as something beyond the galactic arm that may change humanity's view of the cosmos. A few days later, an unknown group called the EG Pilots won their wildcard entry into an event called The Dangerous Games Rise to Power. On the 20th of June 3303, galactic leaders held press conferences to address the confirmation that mysterious ships seen in Maya and elsewhere in the Pleiades were Thargoid in origin, which turns out to be why those Farragut battlecruisers had been deployed there the previous year. President Hudson said, Prepare for war! Emperor Levigny Duval, who replaced the fully recovered but by now completely stone-dead Emperor Hengist, said, Don't panic! And Prime Minister Mahan said, Now, let's not assume that the Thargoids are hostile. Finally, on the 20th of June 3304, billionaire Zachary Rackham stumped up to fund the building of shipyards at a number of planetary bases in Colonia, a place which had been founded after Jacques Station had been found after all. The building of these bases finally allowed commanders to base their fleet at their factional headquarters in the region, something the Pilots' Federation had previously completely overlooked. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the old news because there isn't any new news this week. Time for our third tune of the evening. Appropriate, really, since it's booked naked straight afterwards. It's Eve of the War from Jeff Wayne's War of the World. Good afternoon, truckers. Percy Thrasher here. Now, normally I'd be out farming barnacles, but sometimes the weather's too cold, so I sit down and read letters from our listeners. I remember the time that the pirates had run out of newbies to fire it. They decided to stoop to join in a group and attacking them all whilst in private. Now Mobius wasn't impressed. He took it as quite a bad jest. He spoke to Frontier, we don't want their sort here. They replied, we're doing our best. 
So some players found quite a solution to deliver some fast retribution. They started an action to attack the crew's faction. Not entirely the right resolution. incest. Thanks again, cuz. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as having Maria come knocking on my door at 3 a.m. for her booty call. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the Explorers, jumping around like them bullfrogs down by the creek, Commander the Original Bastard took the lead with 59,700 light years jumped. Tearing up the Don's dastardly desperados for the fifth week in a row, is Commander Texas Stew with 31.2 million credits earned and accounted for. Does no one else know how to pull a trigger around these here parts? Our top mission trucker this week is Commander Malice XR3 with 278 mission points earned. Seems everyone was slacking in the missions department this week. Y'all get on the ball. Now hauling cargo like a hunting trucker auto. Commander Old Ed transported and sold just about 52,000 tons this week. That'd make the snowman proud. And driving the hunting high-speed rail this week, Commander Night Ranger hauled 2,632 passengers around the galaxy and received a 4.5 star rating on average from all of his passengers. Now, if you remember... We have a new challenge set forth by Commander FTM Mustang. It's open season on Thargoids, and you don't even need a license or tags for it. So, if you're into fumigating a few bugs, fire up that ship and get the Thargoid hunt. So our top Thargoid killer this week 
is Commander Liddy of the Void with 1,522 bugs squished. <laughs> That's a number. And our current leaders are now led by Commander Liddy of the Void with 5,586 destroyed. Commander Zane Till with 5,115 fumigated. And Commander Ed Hunter with 4,263 splattered. First one to 10,000 kills is the winner, and the prize is worth fighting for. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital has been broken by Commander Rampage 737, who beat out that slowpoke Litho Breaker and did his run in one hour, 22 minutes, and 40 seconds just about a week ago. See, there's always room for improvement. Now, if y'all think you got what it takes to beat this score, then download the Hutton Helper and get the flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Then make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get the trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one, get in touch with us to get your very own Hutton decal for your ship. Hunting Top Truck, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways. Only ships in the galaxy with Maria's phone number etched into the cubicle wall. Thank you very much, Buck. And I can tell you that Maria appreciates that. And I can... <laughs> I'm sure she does. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> I, I, she's, she's ready for you. She, she's very close to me. She's ready for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, and anyone. Yeah. Thank you, but it's brilliant having you do it absolutely live like that. It's a, a treat for us. Thank you very much, sir. You're welcome. Now bugger off and get on with the rest of your day. Oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Okay. So after that uh, wonderful tour de force by Buck there, let's think about the tunes we've had. Guesses. We've had one from Screaming Chicken, which is guess of exploration, which is not quite right. But I do have two others who are pretty much on the money here, but I'm going to save it for later, give everybody else a chance to guess. I think we need a tune, don't we all, while we run down to the green room and mingle. That's a nice word, mingle. Uh, let's all do that. So get everybody, let's get the door open, stand by. Now, keep it open with the fire extinguisher. I don't want to get caught on the way down like last time. Okay, everybody, let's run down to the green room and let's have our song number four, Moonlight Shadow by Mike Oldfield. The Federation needs you, brave pilot. Join the Space Rangers, all 5,000 of us. We are simply the best pirates in the whole of the gigs in the Milky Way. Come to our headquarters on Mars and experience our marathon training sessions. Whether you're a complete freak or just need a refresher, we'll let the fuse of your piloting passions and make sure you don't end up as space dust. Don't be a drifter! Break away from your previous life! After eight months of training, you'll be able to join their club. We'll teach you the trio of skills required to join us as one of the best pilots in the whole galaxy. So take time out of your busy schedule 
and give the Space Rangers a twirl. It won't be a picnic, there's no riding around all day, but you'll get a real boost when you start cashing in bounties left, right and centre. If you don't fudge it up. When crunch time comes, you're qualified you can fly as part of our team or on the Toblerone. There are a limited number of positions available within the ranks of the Space Rangers. Numbers are limited to a maximum 5,000 pilots. 4,999 pilot positions open. Good evening, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, whatever it is for you. Hands on the puppet. Hello. Hello. Okay. And I see one or two. Do I see any new names? I see it. I think one new name. Anyway, so remember, reminder to everybody: this is the section where we talk to you, where you get to tell us what you've been doing in real life, what you've been doing in game. Uh, if you don't want to talk to us, or you think there's nothing been going on in your life that's worth sharing, just say for the mug, and we'll move on. Otherwise, we'll chat to you probably far, far too long. Now, so let's pick an order. And unlike uh, Mr. Van Tien, I'm not going to make this sneaky and trying to get certain people to talk to certain people i've just got if i go first then amelia then rampage and then flossie okay and then we'll start all over again and if it turns out we're talking to ourselves we'll work something out as we as we get there <laughs> so <laughs> yeah I, I can't be bothered to work it out it's life's too short okay i'm gonna start oh, yes. with commander ventura how's your week been sir uh, uh, hello mine's has been okay um busy at work very busy at work in game, not been doing much. Haven't really played it this week because uh, I was doing live radio on Tuesday and doing the edit for live radio as well. And I'll be doing the edit for tonight as well. So, other than that, for the mug. Thank you. Um, speaking to Antarius Fusion. Hello, how the devil are you? Hello, I'm very good, thank you. And you? Not too bad. So, how's your week been? Yeah, very good, thank you. Plodding on, doing uh, all the stuff I normally do. But nothing kind of interesting stuff? this week. Nothing interesting? No. So it's for the mug for me. For the mug. Good evening, Harry. How Good evening. You? All right, thank you. Apart from car needing fixing, central heating needing fixing, a couple of other things that you're breaking, uh, not much has happened. So uh, I'm going to move on, say, for the mug. How's the kitchen? For the mug. Kitchen's wonderful. Okay. Um, Traxor. Hello. How are we being? How are you doing? Ah, doing well. Um, had to shout at the sun today because he was being a fool on the roads. But, oh yeah. Yeah. Other than that, um, been been pretty good. Been working on the bottle caps for Lave and to send across the pond. Yeah, they Yay. look great. They look brilliant. I, I, I resemble that remark. Crush on. But yeah, um, I don't drink all the um, all the alcohol. Yeah, yeah. So, I so have shares it with me. <laughs> 50 bottles each. Can't go wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm looking forward to live. Um, yeah. sh should be exciting. Not long. Not long to go. Hi. Looking forward to seeing you there. Hi. I'm looking forward to seeing you too. I'm also looking forward to the quiz tomorrow. Will you be joining us again? That's if there is yeah, one. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> when I remember there isn't, when I don't remember there is. <laughs> <laughs> if there is, I'll message you. <laughs> yeah. Okay then. So, Nothing hopefully, left. see you tomorrow. Yeah, you will do. It's just for the mug then, for me. Okay, thank you. For the mug. Simons, what vastly different things have you been doing from Draxor? Have you been the other half of the bottles? Yeah, she just lets me have the drinks. That's all she lets me have, to be fair. But, um, yeah, been up with the bottle caps. Um, but looking forward to live. Definitely a good game of zombie side, I hope. One of the days, at least. Um, Absolutely. That's it. Just for the mug from me. Good. I think we're all getting excited now. I can't sleep at nights. I never could. 
Hello, Shouty. Hello. How are you? Good. Um, what have I been up to this week? Right, there we go. That's what I've been up to this week. <laughs> no, um, today I've been sorting out the ten in, top fix ten station ten day thing, ten in ten. Um, that really should be all done by tomorrow, getting out. Um, this, the post been put up today on Facebook. If you haven't, haven't got anything and um, you haven't put your name and address in, we can't send you anything. So if you do want something and you did something, please send an email to itupartytordentordentord.com because, you know, it, it's not fair to let everyone just hold on waiting and waiting for everyone to put in. So we, we're going to have to put a line onto this at some point. So... And, uh, so, oh, Commander Spodge, if Spodge is out there, can you get hold of it because you've won yourself a mug and we don't have any of your details, so that's one person, I know it's in the top ten. Other than that, um, looking forward to LaveCon, been doing Docker, editing it down, trying to get it under 16, 16 and a half hours, um, <laughs> but, yeah, should have a read-through for that on Sunday, so it's all in the work, and, yeah, I am looking forward to LaveCon now, so, I'll say for the mark and we can move on. For the mug. Evening, Amelia. How are you? Hello, Rampage. How are you? Oh, I'm marvellous. Oh, yeah, this is my turn. Oh, okay. Um, yes. What did I get up to? Um, so, um, for the first time ever, I did a, a Guardian Beacon. I got a few hours online, and I was out in the Sinuf area of space and uh, yeah. discovered the Guardian Beacon for the first time ever. Kind of shocked, etc. cetera. Um, yeah, the blueprints. I got I got a, a vessel blueprint. Um, nice. I'm not I'm not sure what to do with it or what I need for it, but I'm one of these people that I can't stand spoilers, so I don't go looking online for it. I try and figure it out on my own. I'm the same. So um, that was fun. It, I kind of got distracted. I was meant to be out there looking for some nice rings for mining. Got distracted. I do that all the time. I just wander off in one direction and go in entirely different one. It's loads of fun. <laughs> it is. It's so much fun doing that. Anyway, aside from that, not much to report, so I'll just say for the mug. The mug. So that's me. Oh, look. Um, right, Ken Wallace is saying for the mug. And next is me. So I'll, I'll skip me and go to Funky Abigail. How are you, Pete? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm not too bad, thank you. You had a good week? I, yeah, yeah, I've been um, squishing bugs all week. All right. <laughs> yeah, yes, I've been... Um, Focusing on um, uh, Thargoids and uh, the interceptors mainly. No, that's indeed. It's fun. I give them a white bird. <laughs> and <laughs> the odd scout here and there. Good. But um, apart from that, not much else. So um, for the mug. Okay, thank you for the mug. Okay, and here's a, a name I don't remember seeing Hunter Sage in here before. Uh, that's probably just my my memory. How are you? No, it's not your memory. No, I've I've never been in here before. Well, welcome. 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 Yes. welcome. I've, I've, I've been listening to the podcast for eight. I, I just finally got a headset with a microphone, so I thought it would be nice to... You've had a choice and you still joined us, you mad fool. He's mad. Definitely mad. But that means you'll fit right in. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. Um, in real life, I haven't been doing too much other than some gardening. Uh, gardening you... weather a few weeks ago. Yeah. I'm I'm still on my way back from Beagle Point. I uh, stopped off at, uh, at Explorer's Anchorage on the way back and cashed in over a billion credits worth of uh, exploration data. And now I'm heading back for the bubble where I'm hoping to do some 
um, rescue missions, which I've never tried before with getting people off of burning stations. Oh, that's fun. Oh, sorry, trigger moments. Mm-hmm. So, but my uh, my trusty Type Seven space truck has done well. It's gone all the way out and back again. Yeah, the Type Sevens are that intermediate thing, aren't they? It steers like a dead cow. <laughs> well, yes, it's it's kind of like flying a box, but uh, you can take everything with you. It's a very truckery thing. I think they're the ones that look most like real trucks. Uh, mine looked like a pretty beat up real truck, and uh, before I got the paint job fixed on it. But other than that, I think that's uh, for the mug from me. Thank you. So I'm speaking to Lennon. Yes, you are. Hello, Hello. Lennon. Hello. No relation to John, are you? Oh, not, I don't think so. So how you been? Oh, it's uh, mostly starting to wind down at work, so I get a bit more time to play games. Uh, that's about it, really. Preparing for myself for LaveCon. I hear it's going to be good. Yeah, well, let's hope so. Thank you for the mug. For the mug. Mind the breaker. Good evening. How are you? Good evening. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> now you two kiss and make up. No, apart from that. Apart from that, I'm doing pretty well. I've had a, a fun weekend game of uh, gathering mats for dirty drive tuning. Can you imagine why? I can't imagine why. Which ship are you tuning, I ask? I'm starting on a nice fresh eagle this time. Good stuff. So we'll see how that does. It's nice and manoeuvrable in hyperspace, so uh, it should get a decent turn at the star when I first jump in as well. So, so hopefully yes. with with decent grade five dirty drag drives, I might have a chance of getting some speed when I get to the other end too. We'll see what happens. But I discovered that I used all my mats on the last few ships and I was woefully short of some of the stuff I needed. Well, all I'm going to say is when you get close to an orbital, look for all the rampage-shaped dents in the side. Yeah, I tend to do that as well. Yeah, boost, yeah. Boost docking is very effective, isn't it? it? It takes a little bit of practice, let's put it that way. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly what you're saying. Yeah. You, boost use docking it for is rapid a skill. deceleration. Other than that, I can't really be in too bad a mood because uh, the nice men from Amazon delivered two 32-inch 2K monitors to me this week. Oh, nice. So now I'm just trying to work out how the hell to fit them on my desk. <laughs> oh, they'll be nice to play the lead on, definitely. Oh, it's absolutely glorious. I've got a massive screen in front of me with Elite and huge display off to the right where at the moment, let's see, I've got uh, Discord, TeamSpeak, a couple of volume controls, uh, ED Engineer, ED Market Collector, Pathfinder, and I can see them all. It's just it's huge. It's brilliant. So, yeah, happy with that. Awesome. Other than that, just looking forward to LaveCon and um, for the mug. For the mug, I'll see you at LaveCon. Oh, brilliant. We'll You're be there. Great, we'll, compare, yeah. we'll compare build notes if you want. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Cheers. For the mug, For the mug. Flossie, how are you doing? What have you been doing this week? Oh, hi. Uh, yeah, um, I've seen to have spent a, a lot of time at my local health centre this week. Um, I had a blood test to see if I had gout, which was positive. Uh, my shoulder's still bad, so I had to go to the doctor's the other night and... I had to go for an x-ray. Uh, I haven't had the results of that yet, but um, it's really bad now. You know, I, c- I can't lift my arm up, and it, especially can't sleep much during the night. <sighs> and I'm, oh I'm getting the haircut tomorrow, ready for live, come. Um, in-game, I'm still returning from Bagel Point. I haven't even reached um, Explorer's Anchorage area yet. <laughs> I'm still right. on the far side of the gear. Um, uh, but I have been doing the CG on Poppy and got to top 10%. <laughs> and also became, also became a tycoon on her. 
Oh, congratulations. Mm. So, that's my week, really. Nothing <laughs> much else. Follow them all. Who's next? It's Flossie to talk to Rampage. All right. How's your week been, Rampage? <laughs> my week's been pretty good. Apart from having an attack of teenagers, of which I have three, been fine. <laughs> Usual oh. stuff. Cups left everywhere, tea bags in, you know. I get, I get that. Mine's 37. <laughs> In game, I'm absolutely elated to have got the high-speed run to Hutton. I've, I've yeah, been well done, for a while. well done for that. Yeah, I'm absolutely over the moon about that. And I won't keep it long, but I've kept it for a, a week, so I'm, I'm a happy guy. I've, uh, I've been after that for a long, long time, so that's good. Um, oh, I'm over in the Formadine Rift now, um, just for a few days where we're doing a little bit of um, abandoned settlement Exploration. Yeah, the short engineer's got mods though, so we're having to pack up in the bar in Hart Nebula and just oh. wait for him to recover. Oh, so we're dear. hoping to be out and about tomorrow. I hope he's there so. Yeah, yeah. I should say Simon's coming on that zombie side game. By the way, enjoyed it in ECM. It's brilliant. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Lots really that. Yeah. Cool. That's it for the mug from me. Okay. Thank you for the mug. And it's for me now. Waz, how the devil are you? Well, I've been under the weather as well. I've had a nasty bug, some medication for that. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Um, well, if you talked to me a couple of days ago, I think you wouldn't have got a hair out of me. All I wanted to do was sleep. Medi- so, medication did the trick, though? Yeah, it has. Well, I'm still going to take it once it's completely making sure with my body. <laughs> Not much streaming at all because that's affected me. All I've just been doing is just the real life stuff, housework, giving out my son. And also, I'll be going to a funeral at the moment as well, but I'm not going to say the reasons why this funeral. Understand? Yes, a friend passed away, but I'm not going to say that the, under the circumstances. No. It's okay. Let's keep it private. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So that's been it for me, but I am planning in Elite to go out exploring again. Once once I get back to my my home home system, and then take the anaconda out and then go flying again. There really is nothing like exploring, is there? It really quiet, is nothing like it. It's quiet, and I'm doing my own trip. I I did enjoy watching the dis, the distance world. I think I'm gonna do my own, see what I can find out there. More fun that way. Yeah, I think it's nice because you can forge your own path. You don't need to worry about whether you're going to be shot out if you walk away from the keyboard for five minutes and or seeing things crash, that literally nobody has seen or crash into a planet if you leave the keyboard alone or dive into a sun accidentally and that's no hint of flossy that's that's all part of the fun mm, that's the mug for the mug for me thank you well that brings us to the end of our green room for tonight now we're going to go back up to the live room and we've had i've had two people who've actually come up with a correct guess uh, and one of them came up with the reason slightly earlier than the other one so this will start a fight but never mind Uh, we'll talk about it when we get back up into the live room after the next song because this should really give it away for most people okay everybody song number five and then we'll talk about the guesses when we go up there venus as a boy by Björk.
Thank you for calling the Hutton Truckers Cooperative. Unfortunately, no one is available to take your call at the moment, but if you leave your message after the tone, I'm sure once we have finished the one and a half hour journey to Hutton Orbital, we'll be able to pick up your message and get back in touch with you. So remember, leave your message after the tone. Thank you. Hello? Hello? Is this machine on? Um, yes. This is Commander Flossie. I'm supposed to be there for an interview. I seem to have had a little mishap on the way there. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, bother! Right, and we've all run back up the stairs, closed the door again. We're all seated. We're comfortable. Don't know why, because we're going to be finishing soon. But anyway, we're here, and let's say, well, we had we had some late guesses, but we had two very early on. Uh, Shouty guessed correctly, and so did Falco Took, but Falco Took was the first one with all of the correct links. And so Falco Took is this week's winner. The theme was... Of course, the Sol system. Those of you who don't know that Miranda is a moon of Uranus were at a definite disadvantage there because the others, here comes the sun, Eve of the War, which mentions Mars and Earth, Moonlight Shadow, and Venus as a boy. So that's fairly obvious. And the last tune will be obvious as well when we come to do that. So I want to thank my co-presenters today, Amelia. Flossie yes. and Rampage, thank you. Thank yes. you. Commander Ventura for pushing the buttons at roughly the right time. Thanks. And and roughly the right button. That's good. Always <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> it's better than some <laughs> things we've had. It's been it's been a blast, everybody. It's been almost a record short show. Uh, and uh, you'll have to manage without this hairy Balzac next week, uh, as I have something to do in real life. But I will be at LaveCon on the live show there. So thank you to everybody for listening. Thank you to all the green room. Thank you to everybody. And thank you to people who are listening to the podcast. Um, and our play out song is Serpentine Fire by Earth, Wind and Fire for the mug. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now. So why don't you bugger off? Which means that you have to pay off a pretty. Means you start again, Chris. Which means you're off to pay a petty. Start again. Which means you're off to. Petty friends with all those other plebs who left it too late. Well, that was fun. Can everybody hear me for the mug? For the mug. For the mug. Well, this this is fun. People can't talk to us. That's the that's the problem with uh, having none of the admins around. Sorry, we're getting there. If people, you right click and request talk power. There we go. Oh, well done. Oh, Thanks, yeah. Shouty. Yay. Yay. Thank you. It was Intarius. He came back. Oh, well, well done. It was Intarius. Well, that wasn't, that wasn't I, a shambles I, at all, was it? I, 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 spotted, I spotted the problem about... I spotted the problem as soon as Intarius went away. Flossie can't talk now. I can. No, you can now. <laughs> yeah. I was making tea. <laughs> Lovely. Well, that's good. This is. You can't believe how good this is going to sound in the edit. <laughs> no.
It's going to sound so professional. Believe it'll sound good in the edit. Yeah, of course. No, no, that's fine. We're just going to play live radio instead. Don't worry. Oh, so nobody wants to sleep. Yeah, yeah, quite. Nobody will be awake. They won't know what we're doing, so it's fine. Yeah. Good evening, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, whatever it is for you. I'm Mr. Dusty. Give me your trash. Night-night.